Thursday or Friday, Junior, as I sometimes like to call it. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. I'm, of course, your host, David Onpoy Humpin. Right there is my co-host, Mr. T.J. Hopkins. And on today's show, we're going to check in on the NBA playoffs round one. And we're going to talk about some of those head coaches that got fired uh, almost two weeks ago now. That we have not gotten a chance to talk about um, as they are the first two dominoes to fall in the NBA season. Um, welcome to the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Also share the link to our plethora of streaming platforms. Um, so go check us out over there as well. Did you get a little bit of background noise? Just a heads up. Uh, but welcome into the show. Uh, let's talk basketball. TJ, what do you think about the opening round so far? I don't consider that to be our style. That brings us to Kerry Farrell, who's an interesting player because he's a little more well-rounded. He is a strong arm archetype quarterback, but with solid to good speed and great dual-lead acceleration. I think TJ may be like asleep on the show. I'm just going to remove him for a second. I'll let him jump back in when he comes back. Uh, but yeah, welcome back into the show. Uh, but yeah, this is NBA Playoffs Round 1 check-in. Uh, we're going to be talking about the NBA Playoffs. Uh, I have actually enjoyed the playoffs so far. Uh, I do think, you know, obviously some of the teams are just better than some of the others. That's why they have early round matchups. Uh, that's the way these things shake out. Uh, but uh, yeah, there's been a little bit of inconsistent officiating. Uh, Draymond Green is going to miss game three, I think, tonight. Um, so that's kind of a detriment to that series. Um, but uh, Kawhi Leonard, obviously, not going to play tonight either, um, which is you know pretty baffling given the fact they don't have Paul George in the series that's tied one game apiece. Um, just surprising uh, there. 
Uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about it a little bit. Let's jump right into the first round matchups. Uh, we got the Sacramento Kings, the upstart Sacramento Kings, going up against the six seed Golden State Warriors, and the Kings are up two games to nothing, uh, taking care of business at home uh, and lighting the beam there in Sacramento. Uh, Draymond Green, as I mentioned, is suspended for Game Three for that stop. Um, yeah, I picked that stop pretty dirty. Uh, pretty dirty play. Uh, if Sadonis Sabonis had gotten legitimately really injured. I don't know what the narrative be or the conversation would be. Um, he might miss the rest of the series. Devonis Sabonis is questionable for this game three, uh, but this is this is the same thing as the six three series. Uh, there is this series has not changed at all until a team loses at home. Uh, no team has done that yet to this point. Uh, I think the big difference for Sacramento and Golden State is the bench play that Sacramento has seen uh, out of Malik Monk, who's just come off the bench and been an instant spark plug on offense. Um, the Duke can just really score if that bench roll. He's perfectly suited for it. Uh, it's a perfect role for Blink Monk. Uh, it also takes a little bit of pressure off of those other guys to perform. Welcome back into the show, TJ. Um, you were getting – I think you were listening to a podcast, and this is the only thing I could hear. Yeah, I was – I had a video plan. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good, man. Uh, we're talking about Sacramento Golden State. Uh, Kings up 2-1. Uh, first, talk about the Draymond Green suspension. Um I am on the record saying that he totally justified the suspension. Uh, it was a Bush League play. Uh, I do not think he was trying to make any kind of basketball play. Um, he deserved to get suspended. And Sabonis is not innocent in this either. Like you don't grab somebody's ankle. But it did but look like he was trying to protect. That- it it does, did look like he was trying to just protect his head from uh, some sort of. Yeah, but you can do okay. that without grabbing somebody's ankle. Sure. Not. Right, and Draymond, you don't. But but he also doesn't have the, the like the reputation, because a lot of this suspension has to do with the reputation of Draymond Green. Yeah, and Joe Dumars has come out and said that it's like also if 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 he wasn't suspended for that anyway, like his next technical foul, he would have been suspended for a game anyway, because he has accumulated that many technical fouls. I don't think that rolls. Roll. Oh, it does. I yes. thought that when we get into the playoffs, that number resets. Why? Why would it go back? To, why would it just go back to zero? No. I I always thought that's the way it worked. I mean, I mean, obviously I'm wrong, but I always thought that when you get to the playoffs, your technical foul number resets. That, that, that doesn't go back to zero. This is like no. It's just. But Jamal, you he has to be smarter. Like you would think that he did all this talking about after the 2016 season, how he learned his lesson, how he cost his team a championship. I'm never going to put my team in that situation again. And here you, it seems like you don't learn. And to make matters worse, what really, I don't even think it was the stomp that, that got him the suspension. It was the failure to leave the stadium or leave the court after he got ejected. He's stand like he's on the, uh, what you call it? he's on the warrior sideline he's on he's standing up on the chairs he's yelling profanities at the king fans and you're doing this in front of the commissioner adam silver was there like adam silver was there like it and it is very clear you're on camera calling several people of the kings or kings fans calling them the p-word i can't say that but David yeah, knows. Your, your technical files reset when the playoffs start whatever 100%. But anyway, yeah, I, I, I just think your reputation is your reputation is what your reputation is. Um, when you have, when you're Draymond Green, this is what happens. Let's talk about the difference in the series. Uh, as the Kings are up two games, nothing, um, because they even without this, they're still beating. They're still beating Golden State, even with even with Draymond Green for majority of these games. Um, they've just been tougher mentally. Like Sacramento has played like they belong. Yeah, they just. I mean. That's what that's what happens to dynasty teams. They get older, and some some like, and then another team comes up and usurps them. Clay's not the de- excuse me. Clay's not the defender that he used to be. Now he that's that's just what it is. It used to be it used to uh, be Clay used to Clay would have no problem guarding De'Aaron Fox or Malik Monk for an extended period of time. You can't ask him to do that now. Draymond Green would have no problem guarding a DeMontis Sabonis or an Alex Land or whatever. No I mean, problem. It hasn't, it hasn't even really been DeMontis Sabonis that's beaten 
the, the Golden State Warriors. This has been the guard play and Trey Lyles going off in one game. Like, I mean, Devonis Sabonis, yeah, his numbers are okay. 18 points and 12 rebounds. I mean, that's 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 okay. But De'Aaron Fox, 31 points for this series. Malik Bunk, 25 points for this series so far. Um, those two guys have been difference makers for Sacramento. And Mike Brown. Mike Brown knows that team inside and out. Yep. He knows what makes him tick. He knows what – yeah, like he knows it all. So, like, flat out, like the Kings are – they have been the better team. That's it. Yep. That's all. Uh, let's talk about who wins the series. Uh, Kings up 2-0. Uh, series really doesn't start until a team loses at home. Uh, do, do Sacramento finish this out, and how many games do they finish it out in? If they do finish it out, in your opinion. Well, I picked. I originally picked the, uh, the Kings in seven. I don't see any unless they lose, unless they win the night, then that drastically changes that prediction. So, like, if they win the night, it's definitely looking like Kings in five, maybe six. I agree with you. I think the, if the Kings win tonight, I think it's in five. I, the, Sacra- the Golden State is not proven they can win on the road. Is have it. <laughs> So, but the, the but the Sacramento Kings have they had the second best road rec, road record in the NBA behind I think Milwaukee. So that puts them best in the West. They had the best road record out of all the teams in the West. So yeah, yeah, no reason for like yeah. If they win tonight, there's no reason why this shouldn't go five. Yep, 100%. And uh, as long as they as long as they withstand the blitzkrieg because it's coming. Like you got an amped up Warriors team. Amped up crowd, they feel like they getting slighted. It's this whole us against the world thing, and it's just like, nah, Draymond, you're just an idiot. Um, yeah. So if they withstand um, the blitzkrieg, they can win tonight. Two to four five matchup. We got that game on tonight. Uh, series tied at one game apiece as uh, Clippers won game one. Phoenix Suns bounce back in one game two. Uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, with some knee soreness is that going to be missed game three? Paul George is not expected to play this series at all. Um, what we've just been the what's been the difference for this series? Uh, you know, um, Kevin Durant didn't take as many shots in the first game. Took a bunch of shots in the second game. Devin Booker really went off in the second game. Um, but it really comes down to who wins this series. And what do you think about this Kawhi Leonard situation? You kind of made your you kind of made your opinion very loud and clear in the group chat. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm out on him. Like, it's what do you you haven't played in a playoff series in two years? Two years, and now all of a sudden you somehow tweaked your you tweaked your knee in game one, which nobody saw. Then you magically play through it in game two, and now you're out for game three. Like you have a owner, a new owner who is not a quote unquote patient man. He is a, he is invested in you. He's invested time. He's invested money. He's investing a new stadium. Like bro, like the least you can do. Is stand by that guy. Yep. Like and be, when, when, and, and be available even if you're and not. Be available. Like nobody at this point in the season is 100. 100%. Nobody's 100. Like you just have to. Uh, I, I I I'm baffled. I, I cannot believe it. Like he, he played pretty well in, in game two. Uh, he's been the highest scoring. He's playoff. been the no no. I'll be I'll be one. He's been the best player in this series. Not even close. I mean, he's been, he's, the, been the, he's been the best playoff player. He has the highest scoring total of any player in any series so far through three games, through two games. 69 points. Nice. And all of a sudden, it's grow up. And all of a sudden, it's, <laughs> oh, my my my, I, my knee is sore. I'm, uh, I got this sprain. It's like, dude, come on. So, like, now you're going to leave Westbrook out there all by himself. And if Westbrook has a bad game, He's gonna get. He's gonna get unjustifiably crucified. Hundred percent. So yeah, it, it's. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't really want to make of it. Um, it's kind of bushly on Clyde Leonard's part. You probably should. If your team is on the line here, um, you, all you have to do is get through this series, and you get Paul George back, and you have an opportunity to really make a run at this. The Western Conference is so open right now; it's unbelievable. Like anybody could come out of the West and play if you can. Uh, I understand that. Like if there's maybe circumstances that are well, maybe he just he can't play. Maybe he can't walk on it. Um, but if that's the case, he's going to miss the rest of the series. This series is over. Because right, like he's out for he's out for this game. And he's day to day for game four. And if he's out for game, like, which 
Probably I mean, if, they lose, if, they, if, they, if they if they lose them both, might as well not even suit up for game five because it'll be a, it'll be Seriously. a four game, five game series. And the game will be seriously over, and another series where the Clippers have some promise goes in the toilet. And what a what a disappointing end because all you did was tease us these first two games about how great you really are. And all of a sudden, you just give us a subtle reminder of, oh, you can't, we can't rely on you. We yeah. can't go like, like we crucify Anthony Davis for not being reliable. We crucify Zion for not being reliable. Dude, like Zion and AD, they got all the nicknames. They like Chuck, uh, Charles clothes. Barkley. Yeah, Charles Barkley literally calls AD street clothes. We got, hey, no, y'all got to have that same smoke for Kawhi Leonard because what the hell? Yeah, I, I think he also gets a pass. He gets a pass on a lot of this stuff, but it's ridiculous at this point. Um, I I don't know. Um, let's talk about who wins this series. Uh, Kawhi Leonard doesn't play in Game Four. This will be a five-game series. This will be a five-game series. The Suns will, will eliminate the Los Angeles Clippers, and another series will go down the toilet. Uh, I'm hoping Kawhi Leonard hears the noise, plays in Game Four. No, he um, hears it. He just like it's been proven it's, time and time again. He doesn't care. Like you can say what you want to say about him. Like he just. He doesn't care what's said about him. He's gonna do what's best for him. And, and I, I think a lot, a lot of a lot of a lot of he used to catch he used to be like the everybody's favorite player for a long time for saying stuff like that. But I think the tide is for sure turned. Like yeah, because you know, it's Wyland, like Leonard is his own guy. He's not one of those guys that's gonna bow down, blah blah blah. But like now it's getting to the point where it's getting a little old. Very. You got yeah. very. And yeah, so and game two. Talu did something I'm like, bro, like there was no need to double Kevin Durant. He wasn't going on a tear. So like, you doubling, and I understand Matt is the resident Phoenix Sun fan. He's like, that's the thing. You can't double Phoenix now. I'm like, no, you're missing the point. There was no need to double anybody. Kevin Durant wasn't really, didn't really have it cooking. You could have easily you've done straight up coverage and try to just play man out, man out. Um, and see how it happens. Uh, it's, sad that we won't, it, it's sad that we won't see a legitimate series now with Kawhi Leonard being out. Uh, let's move on to the 1-8 matchup and the 2-7 matchup. Uh, Denver Nuggets up 2-0. Um, they basically have borderline dominated most of this series. Uh, I know there was a period where Minnesota sort of came back in Game 2 uh, to make things interesting, uh, but the Nuggets <laughs> just have been the better team in this series. What's the difference so far? Uh, Denver's better. Like, I, I, that's, that's, that's it. Uh, you can chop it up to a lot of Minnesota not having that rapport with each other. Like, again, Carl Anthony I think, Townsend. I, I think that's just a, like a, just a convenient excuse. Like, Carl Anthony they're, Townsend. They're, they're, just not good, they're just not good enough to beat this team. They're just not. No, like, it's like, I would love to see what Minnesota would have been able to do had Cat not missed basically the entire season. Me too. Like, because that's, that's not at like, that didn't play a role in them being the eight seed. I had, I I had my uh, trepidations about the move in the first place, because when they first made the move, you you asked, "Will this work?" I'm like, "It ain't no will it work." I'm like, "It better work." Like this has to work. If you're in Minnesota, this has to work. Like like, this isn't no all oh, will be better next year. Like no, this has to work. You have to understand if this fails. You're set back for the better part of at least half a decade. Yeah, you're is and it's going to be a long and it's going to be a long five years. The only way I can see you recouping anything because you're not going to trade Gobert and get what you got for him. You don't. I don't see you trading Cat, and I damn sure don't see you trading Anthony Edwards. So like you're 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 stuck. Like literally, all your money is tied into three guys. Um, but yeah, Denver has just been a better team. I think that's the big difference in this series. Um, they just Minnesota doesn't have an answer. Uh, the others for Denver have stepped up. We talked about in the preview. Um, they, you know, they're getting production out of Jamal Murray. Uh, I think he's actually the highest scoring player in this series so far, uh, at least on Minnesota on Denver side. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has been okay. Um, but yeah, they've gotten production from the other guys. It hasn't been all on Nikola Jokic, and this is what we kind of been waiting for for the last two years. Yeah, Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray dropped 40 last night. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's. So, who wins the series? 
I think it's pretty oh. obvious. I think Denver is going to win this series. Uh, how many games it goes, I think, is up for debate. Uh, but this will be a Denver Nuggets victory when it's all said and done. Uh, again, it all depends. Like I legit think it all depends on how Game Three goes. If they, again, Minnesota is going to be they're going to be loud. They're going to be raucous. If Denver can with, withstand that early blitzkrieg, because less like Minnesota is going to come out firing. They're going to come out gunning. They're going to try to punch them in the mouth early in Minnesota. If Denver can withhold that, like if they get up 20, if they get up big, which we, which they're capable of doing, they get up 20 and Denver somehow cuts it to 10 to a certain point, yeah, yeah, Denver's going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to yeah, be fine. I, I agree with you. Uh, moving on to the 2-7 matchup, Memphis Grizzlies and the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, oh, Lakers that's, come on, that's a weak call. He tripped on it. Like, come on, Bryce uh, O'Neal is and, not and, pushing and, so well. And, 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 anyways, anyways, uh, Los Angeles Lakers really let a golden opportunity slip away from them in game two. Uh, as they came out pretty lackadaisical. Uh, we talked about it in the group chat a little bit about Anthony Davis and his stat line during that game. Um, no, I talked you, about it and you ignored I, it. I, I ignored it. You're right, because I was sleeping. I sleep it. I sleep it those times, DJ. All right. Um, but yeah, you got John Morant missed game two. The Lakers came out with very little energy and they basically got out hustled constantly by Memphis and they end up falling in game two. Um, I can't remember what the final score is, but the series now tied two games apiece. John Morant missed game two. Um, he's day to day for game three, but I imagine he's going to give it a go if he can grip the basketball. That was the big issue. Uh, let's talk about this series. What's kind of stood out for you? Uh, the final score was 103 93 in game two. Uh, what stood out? Uh, yeah, what, what has stood out? Um, the others, right? The others and the others on both teams, like Austin Reeves and Rui Achimura, balled game one, effing phenomenal, right? They were phenomenal. Game two, the others for Memphis ball. Xavier Tillman had Xavier Tillman had the game of his freaking life. <laughs> Xavier Tillman had a game. Desmond Bain they, had a game. They, 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 I I don't know what I, like. I was I was somebody watched it because we were running a podcast yesterday around the same time as this sh- the game was on, right? And like mm-hmm. I turned the game on and like I'm what I'm watching who they're interviewing after the game. I'm telling you, honestly, I I didn't know who it was. Yeah. Xavier Tillman Tillman outplayed Anthony Davis. Like, think about, like, think about that. And Mr. You, oh, I'm not worried about Anthony Davis. Yeah, 38 minutes, 13 and 8. 13 and 9, excuse me, 13 and 9. With three, I don't think he was in foul trouble. He only had three Uh fouls. I don't know. He only took 14 shots. I mean, he, he was woefully inefficient from the field. Uh, LeBron basically tried to carry this team by himself uh, with 28 points. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be the big difference in the series, if, even if John Morant comes back. Like, what they get on a night-to-night basis from the other guys. Dennis Schroeder was also pretty good in game one, terrible in game two. Missed every shot he took. Uh, Rudy Hachimura was still solid in game number two. Um, yeah, 20, points. 20 points. Yeah, 20 points. Malik Bleasley needs to find his shooting stroke. He was one of the better shooters in the NBA. Uh, when he was a Minnesota Timberwolf, at least, um, but only he's been just pedestrian as a Laker. Um, seven points. Uh, D'Angelo Russell uh, also had his best shooting percentage from the three-point line in his career this season. One of five in this game against like two for Wolverine. eleven for the whole game. Yeah, two yeah. eleven from the field. Like they just have to get more production from the others. And the same on the same side. I mean, Dustin Bain had a pretty solid game there. Seventeen points out of him. I mean, Kennard, Luke Kennard came up the bench and gave them thirteen solid points, uh, making three out of four threes. So yeah, they just need to get better production from the guys, the other guys. Like I think you're gonna get, I, I think you're gonna get what you get from Anthony Davis, LeBron James. I know, I think you know what you're gonna get out of him. You know, thirty points, ten rebounds, five or six assists. I do expect answer. more out of Anthony Davis. I mean, I expect a 20, 20, 20, 10 player out of him every single night, but he just hasn't. He did have five blocks. One of them was super nasty um, mm-hmm. earlier in the game. And John and 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 Conchar, John Conchar. He what did he score? He only scored two points. But he had two blocks, one of them on Anthony Davis. Santi Aldama, no points, but he grabbed seven boards. Like, that's just, it's finding, it's finding ways to make it. That's also about knowing your role as well. I mean, yeah, like, you know, right. you're, so you're, not, was, you're not on the floor to shoot the ton. Like, you take three shots. Um, you're a three-point shooter, a three-stretch guy. You get seven rebounds, get two assists. You know, give some hustle, get some energy. You know, third so highest was, on the team. I was literally thinking about this 
like last night at work and i'm just i, I so i was listening to um because you know i listen to most of my podcasts at night because i'm asleep when they're on otherwise i'd probably watch them live and all the other good stuff but they're talking about it was it was like first take it was like Stephen a like the rotations get shorter and i'm like that never sat right with me so i'm like memphis is the perfect example you want to know why taylor jenkins is comfortable playing john conchar 14 minutes in the playoff game and santi aldama 14 minutes in the playoff game because he plays legitimate minutes in the regular season those guys or david roddy 21 minutes in a play in a playoff game because they play he plays them all the time I mean, Monty Williams is another guy who hasn't shortened his rotation uh, so far in the playoffs this year. So, uh, I actually think that maybe we're seeing sort of a, when we have trend going in the other direction. Right, no, like, no, like, 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 no. And, and Monty Williams is the perfect. Like, Monty Williams is the guy that that doesn't need to shorten his rotation. You, that's why you built up the bench the way that you did. Hundred percent. Kevin Durant played like 44, 44 minutes in game two, right? Forty-four minutes in game two. Well, it, it arguably a game they had to have. I mean, this is this is when your stars need to be at their best. I mean, if you need to play forty-four minutes to win a game, that's so be it. Like Josh Okogie didn't play game one, but he played fifteen minutes in game two. Like that's they but need, it was a pretty, yeah, it was a pretty playing awesome. It, it was a pretty head scratching decision to not have Josh Okogie play. Um, because I think in they game had, one, well, yes. Yeah, game one, because he was the starter most of the season. Uh, ended up working out because uh, what's-his-name uh, ended up playing pretty well. Oh, man, his name is totally escaping me. Tory Craig. Tory Craig, thank you very much. Uh, but let's swing over into the Eastern Dallas. By the way, I've still got the Lakers winning this series in six games. I think they get no, both of them I in got, L.A. I got Memphis. In, yeah, no, I got, I got Memphis. What did I say? Memphis in six, seven? Yeah. One of the, I said Memphis in one of those. I, can't remember. Uh, to the Eastern Conference, uh, we got the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the eight, one eight seed. Uh, season series is tied at one man. One, I gotta spell things. Uh, series is tied at one game apiece. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo missed Game Two and injured most of Game One. Tyler Hero injured in Game One, unlikely to return with a broken hand. Uh, kind of a they already injury. ruled him out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's done for the series. Yeah, he's um, done. He's done. So let's talk about who wins this series and what's been the kind of the difference maker because Milwaukee, you know. You know, came out in game two, uh, although they did almost let that game slip away as they had a huge lead. And they got Miami Heat chiseled down to about 19 points uh, at one point during that game. But Milwaukee does come back. So I, I also think it has a lot to do with the fact that you're expecting Giannis to be there in game one. When you lose them halfway in the first quarter, really, you mm-hmm. have your game plan has to change on a fly. That is difficult to do. When you go into a game knowing you're not going to have your best player, you can game plan. You can make it make decisions. And they did. Brooke Lopez was – Brooke Lopez was the guy in that game. Yeah, so obviously, like when you have a a time to a, a time to actually make adjustments versus making adjustments on the fly, especially drastic adjustments like that. Yeah, it, it hits a little different. But yeah, the main difference between games is obviously no Giannis, right? But game one, Miami shot sixty percent from the field and from three. I don't care who. I don't care who you are. I don't care what team you have. You're not if you're not hitting shots and the other team is shooting sixty percent. You're not beating that team. And not to mention a Heat team that during the regular season struggled from the field. Like this, I think the game one was kind of an outlier for who they are offensively. Milwaukee um, Bucks showed they're they're even without Giannis, which I imagine he probably won't play for the rest of the series. If they can. Especially if they win, especially if they win Game Three, uh, I, I think they'll they'll sit them out for the rest of the series, and I think they'll just cruise to the next round. And another team that was built deep for playoff runs. This is why you brought in Joe Wingles. This is Bobby Portis. You traded for Jay Crowder. This is why you traded for Jay Crowder. Bobby Portis averages seventeen and ten when he starts, which is very, 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 very respectable. Would have been my sixth man of the year, but maybe he started too many games. I don't know. I have no issue with Malcolm Brogdon winning it. Shout out to Malcolm I, Brogdon. I also uh, have no problem with him winning it. I, I would have been happy with whoever won it, to be totally honest with you. That, and that's fair. But for Heat fans, especially to be like, yeah, oh, I thought we was going to do this. I, like, we'd beat y'all anyway if Giannis played. No, you wouldn't. Shut up. Shut up. If Giannis doesn't fall flat on his back, and bruises his tailbone in game one. You do not beat them in game one. Knock it off. 100%. Like, I agree with you on that. Like, knock it off, please. 
like have some have some humility like y'all lucky y'all got the one you got because we saw what happened when Budenholz was able to make adjustments and quite frankly this is what this is what's going to be y'all are just quite frankly y'all are too small for the Miami Heat I mean for the Milwaukee Bucks y'all are too small Brooke Lopez like Bam Adebayo can't do nothing with Brooke Lopez on the block you have nobody that can guard Bobby Portis at the three. Like, seriously, Chris Middleton is still Chris Middleton. Drew Holiday is still Drew Holiday. Bucks in five. Yeah, I got Bucks in five. <laughs> Moving on to the bottom side of the bracket, uh, the Celtics next, are already up two games, next, two to next. nothing. Uh, but yeah, Next. Celtics have just been a lot. But anyway, let's just move on. The Celtics are sweeping this series. Uh, to the other side, we got the Philadelphia <laughs> 76ers, uh, 3-6 uh, against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Sixers and Nets are playing right now. Right uh, now. That game is in Brooklyn. Um, 76 are up 2 to nothing. Um, so what's been the difference in this series? I, outside of one team has Joel Embiid and James Harden, the other team it's does been, not. It's been the tale of two halves. We've seen the Brooklyn Nets have two great halves. In the first two games, game one, Mikael Bridges is phenomenal, right? Goes nuts. Game uh, second half, they shut it down. Philly pulls away. Game two, Cam Johnson has a great first half, goes nuts. Second half, they shut it down. Philly pulls away. That's what it is. They just don't have, one, they don't have the manpower to to combat them and two they definitely don't have the superstar power to combat them what's his name um it was it was it, it's been a bit chippy so far you know joel and b he 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 pulled the trade line he kicked nick claxton where the sun don't shine and no no he he connected he got him okay all right like like nick Cla- and they gave nick claxton a tech because he stepped over him and they issued a flavorite one to Joel Embiid for kicking them. And Reggie Miller's on the broadcast. Like, if I'm Draymond Green, I see that. I'm throwing my hands up. It's like, no, you idiot. Embiid don't have a history of kicking people in the nuts. No, and, or stopping people or just or stopping dirty, people or being dirty in general. Like, what are you talking about? Like, you're this is why I respect Reggie Miller as a basketball player. Like, he's uh, he was a hell of a player. He's a terrible analyst. He is god awful. He's just for for reason that alone. He's just terrible. He's, but, he's a little he's a little bit hypocritical about the player he was as he just like the way he acts. Uh, but the Sixers, you know, obviously they have Joel Embiid. The, the Brooklyn Nets have no one who can really match up with them. Um, yes, this area yeah, has yeah. been should be. This is going to be a sweep. Like, bro, like when you see Nick Claxton try to defend Joel Embiid, like it's almost like Nick Claxton's not there. Like, you know, he's there. Like you don't see Nick Claxton until he's taking the ball out of the back. And it's like, Oh, there you are. Yeah. I see. I see you now. Uh, but, but yeah, this is going to be a sweep. Uh, the only Nets. way I like, brought like, like the only way I see Brooklyn getting one is if they just go in fuego from behind the arc. Like everybody hits, like everybody's hitting everything. And I think they'll like, get a game. I think this will be maybe five. I'll, I'll give them five. I'll give them six or five. I think I think uh, the Brooklyn Nets get game four. They're uh, sure. I don't think they're winning tonight. So I can see that, but I'm 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 keeping it a sweep. I'm I'm yeah. Uh, I, I would the, love to be wrong. I would love to be wrong. Through the final series here in the Eastern Conference, and the only one in my opinion that's even going to be remotely competitive, uh, we got the Cleveland Cavaliers and the New York Knicks. This series is tied at one game apiece as the New York Knicks went into Cleveland and stole Game One. Uh, Cavaliers came back in Game Two and put the hurting on the New York Knicks as Darius Garland went off and was the best player on the floor. Uh, what's to talk about some storylines to watch here? As these two teams are probably the this is the best matchup in the series by far. Go ahead and get, get go ahead and get on top. Oh, I wish Izzy was here. He talk about it. Get on top tier for playing his guys down and playing yeah. them late down thirty. <laughs> Man, no, I've been talking about that for no. Go ahead. Like I'm, I, 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 it's, it's, it's indefensible. Like go, like go, go, go no, on. I mean, I mean, I was just gonna ignore it because I, I just think it's, it's, it's you, been talked that's about. The thing. It's, just talk, it's just, it's just, it's been talked about so no, much that people just. No, it's been talked about by people like uh no it's been talked about by people like us again i'm listening to first take last night at work Stephen a brought up don't be playing julius randall late minutes like that when you're down big it's no point 
and Mad Dog Russo brought up, he did the same thing to Derrick Rose. Do you know that is the first time on national airways that's been mentioned? I am not exaggerating. Man, I, I legitimately get into it with people with about this conversation, even here in Fort Wayne. So I'll go out to, I, I was at the a drinking establishment uh, this weekend and I was had a conversation with this random dude and he was talking about the Derek Rosen tree. I'm like, he had no business being on the floor when he got he hurt. He had no business being yeah, in the floor. Like, we were up by up over double digits. Like he's no, but his, like his contract dictates. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, no, you have no idea. What no, it doesn't. About. Like not, you have no idea what you're talking about. He literally, it literally was like, it was like one of the most frustrating conversations I've had. I am so, I, and I am so serious. Like that is the first time I ever heard them mention Tom Thibodeau is the reason Derrick Rose tore his ACL. Like that, I, I, Tom Thibodeau is the reason, the reason that Luol Dang almost died. Uh, but, he's, and, he's like, and back to the, so like back to the point I mentioned earlier about you know. Also, real quick, uh, welcome to the show, Izzy. Uh, I think he, I think he to, he'll um, be back. He had to dip right. out. I think about the point I brought up earlier about. Coaches cutting their rotation short. Tom Thibodeau's another one. It's like, dude, you have like, no, you cannot, you cannot, cannot, cannot shorten your rotation. Like, there's no need. Like the dudes that you've been playing all season, just keep playing them. How the, how can you expect them to get big, ready for big moments if you don't play them in big moments? Makes sense, yeah. right? Like. I mean, yeah, I don't really understand. I mean, Manu Quigley only played 23 minutes in this game. I know it was basically a blowout, but yeah, Julius like Randle so, okay, so like be my, on the floor in that case. So like, it just doesn't make any Miles sense. Miles McBride was a had a fairly decent rotation in during the regular season. No more like Miles McBride was probably getting no more than 12 to 15 minutes a game, right? No reason to not keep giving him those 12 to 15 minutes. Expect, like so the like seriously the only reason they played the minutes they played like don't Archer Bird only played 33 minutes because it like I don't know why Brunson played 36 minutes Mitchell Robinson played 21 minutes for why why is Mitchell and Robinson I mean that's basically the minutes he plays like about uh, his average Hardenstein 27 Josh Hart 27 20 Josh Hart played 27 minutes on the bum ankle by the way like, yeah, I mean there are some players that can play through injuries and there's Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> like so, you know, and on the on, on the flip side, yeah, um, JD Bakerstaff, you playing Evan Mobley thirty nine minutes in the blowout? Why? Darius Garland, what, like thirty six minutes. Donovan Mitchell's playing thirty nine minutes in a blowout. Karis Levert, Karis Levert 40. played forty in a blowout. Why? He had his best game in months. So maybe. did Isaac Okoro get hurt? He only played three he did, minutes. He, did, he, he tweaked his knee and then basically didn't play for the rest of the game. Uh, right, he, okay. is, he is scheduled to start uh, for them in game in, on Saturday night's game. So uh, kudos to that medical staff. But I'd say Knicks and seven. Uh, yeah, that was my original prediction. I'm Knicks still going to stick with Cavs and seven. I still think they have, I think they are still more talented than the Knicks, but I think this series is going to be tight it's gonna be real close oh, yeah. yeah i i can one yeah i 100 see them splitting in the big apple i i think i think Cavs win game game three I, I i think it comes down to whoever wins game five um whoever wins game five will win this series oh yeah i think because i think Cavs win game three and i think the next bounce back win game four um cleveland probably wins game five back in cleveland next one six Back in New York, and they go back to Cleveland for Game Seven, and I got the Knicks winning in seven. I'll take the Cavs in seven. Uh, to the final point, talk we talk about today: uh, the first two head coaching dominoes fall in the NBA. Uh, I know we're a little bit behind on covering this, uh, as this happened almost two weeks ago, or over two weeks ago now, actually. Uh, but we figured we'd, we'd talk about it a little bit here today. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, there's about five or six head coaching changes every offseason. That these are just happen to be the first two guys. Uh, Steven Silas, first guy we're going to talk about, is out as the Rockets head coach. Uh, the Rockets declined his fifth-year option. Uh, 5,917 is the head coach. Uh, he's a guy, He was basically coaching a team full of really young players. Uh, the Rockets won 22 games this past season. Um, maybe overachieved a little bit based on what they, people thought they'd be. Let's talk about his – did Silas get a fair shake, and where do the Rockets go from here? No, he didn't get a fair shake. So if I'm Steven Silas, I'm 
like we like we already talked about it. Steven Silas, he accepted this job thinking he's inheriting James Harden and Russell Westbrook. And then all of a sudden, within like a week of him getting that job, James Harden is traded out. Westbrook is traded out. And he's left with the Island of the Misfit Toys. And it went about how you expected it to go. A bunch of young. I think if if you want to criticize anything that Steven Silas did, it's the development of the young guys because their maturity just wasn't there under him as a head coach. And And that, and he can only play a role in that so much. Yeah, true. But I I think it's. I think it. It it felt like the players had kind of started to not listen to him as the head coach of this basketball team. Uh, especially, especially last season when they had that incident at the locker room. Um, yeah, where, uh, with, with their Kevin players went home. Yeah, Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood uh, just went, went yeah, home. They went home. So they, I, they, I, I, I still don't think he got a fair shake, but I'm not surprised yeah. that the Houston Rockets decided to move off of him. I'm not. I so this is what's going to happen. He's going to be an assistant on somebody's staff for a, another handful of years. And then they're gonna somebody hopefully will give him another shake. Like he he needs to learn from like a like a like a Greg like no yeah like a Greg yeah, Pop I mean, a Spolstra like nah. a Spolstra a um hell even a hell even put him on Tibbs staff let let him let him sit under a coach like Tibbs that'll do that'll do him some justice too. I'll give him the best. I'll give him the best option to be on. What's going on, TJ? What's going on, David? What's up, man? Uh, it took me. It took me a while to get up on here. It took me a while to get up on here. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I shared the show and then everything was just. I don't. I couldn't hear you guys. Um, anyways, I think the best option for Steven Silas is to go to college. Is to go be a head coach at a college. To be, you know, go go be a head coach at a Big Ten school, SEC school, Big E school. You're a former NBA coach. Um, I think. If he can lead a program to like Sweet 16, Elite Eight, even a Natty, something like that, like in the midst of like what Kevin Alley did, who's being considered to be a head coach for like Detroit or Houston, Detroit. right? Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. you know what I mean. And and, and he he took UConn to the Natty, um, you know, off of Jim Calhoun's recruits, but he, he, you know what I'm saying. So um, yeah, yeah, he still I mean, won it. But so that's what I'm. What I'm trying to say is, he needs it. As, as a head co- assistant head coach and a scout uh, before getting that job, um, I actually think maybe him going to the G League would be kind of helpful. Him uh, coaching men because I think that's where he kind of struggled. Uh, again, I I, th- I just think it's like one. He's, all, he's, all, he's he, also he's all, he's also a lot older than he looks. <laughs> like, black he, he, no, yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily. I mean, uh, I, I just think. I just yeah, think I, I would, coaching. I would have guessed he was like in his mid thirties. Going to college, I, playing the coaching in the NBA is 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 you got to be a different breed. I don't think his. I don't think he has the temperament for that. I think he's best suited for a college program. Like Fred Hoiberg is a great is a good college coach, but he's not a good NBA coach because his temperament's different. He had success at Iowa State. He had he's having some success at Nebraska. Not really, but yeah. Um, no, not, so, no, he's had no success at Nebraska. He's, <laughs> he's had no success at Nebraska, but I mean, what I'm saying is he, he was a good coach at Iowa State before. He was a great coach. He, I mean, he's the mayor. He's the mayor, man. Come on, man. It's Fred Hoiberg, the mayor, baby. And uh, and so I think, I think he's best suited for college right now in his career. I think you go to college, coach there for 10 years. Come back to the NBA. See, I, I think, think that's. Problem, I think the problem that with that is like once you've been at that, the NBA is the the creme de la creme. Like once you've had that, once you no matter how bad it went, once you've had that, you don't want to like you don't want to take a demotion. Like that's basically what they view college as. Like, oh, like that's a demotion. Man, you get paid in college though. I, oh, what I, I, demotion? You get paid in the you NBA get too. Million. Yeah, but, you you can pay. I mean, God. Why there's a reason why Coach K didn't come go to the NBA. There's a reason why Jim Calhoun, Jim Behan didn't come because those guys was getting okay. paid in college. Yeah, said, well, I'm, I just named off like three, four guys, three legendary guys. Those guys are getting paid. Rick Pitino getting paid. Rick Pitino Rick was getting paid before the scandal at Louisville. 
Uh, so I mean, but, I mean, okay, Rick, Pitino, Rick, Rick Pitino's not a good example because he got demoted too. Rick Pitino did coach the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, he did. Wrong. Yep, he did. You right about that. Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> that did uh, happen. From I mean, and look at look at a guy like Jawan Howard. My bad, guys. Look at a guy like Jawan Howard, assistant head coach, assistant coach. You know, veteran for all those years, and went down to Michigan. No, you but know I, I mean? think so. I, I think that's just him. Like, hey, I've only been an assistant for. I've been an assistant for, God knows how long. Jawan Howard, a handful of years. It was a handful of years. Jawan Howard was an assistant for a fairly decent time. And he just kept getting passed up. Like, he wasn't even getting interviewed for jobs. And all of a sudden, hey, he like, all right, I'm just going to be a head coach here. Like, the fact that Tom Thibodeau waited 18 years to be somebody's head coach says more about Tom Thibodeau than it does the process. I don't know how many – I don't know too many people that would wait damn near 20 years to get their first head coaching job. Two, there's two There's two guys that – there's two teams, franchises that I think – if he does go back to the NBA bench, which I think he will, um, the Golden State Warriors and the San Antonio Spurs, like David mentioned, you mentioned probably. Yeah, I mean, those Golden two State, franchises, I mean. especially Golden State, those assistant coaches are turning out jobs left and right. I mean, Kenny Atkinson well, I mean, is about to. Or, or he can go to, you know, the Hawks and be under um, uh, Quinn Snyder. Quinn, Quinn Snyder. Quinn Snyder, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but moving on from Paul Silas and the Houston Rockets, let's talk about Dwayne Casey. Uh, he's out as the Pistons head coach. Uh, they're moving him to the front office. Um, so mm-hmm. his record That's is 5, 121 and 263. Uh, another team full of just young players who only won 17 games this past season. Uh, you do remember how long ago it was. His first year as the Pistons head coach, they made they the playoffs. They made playoffs. Blake and Griffin every season after that, back. they basically were 20 wins, sub-20, 25-win teams. Um, I think it was time for a difference, a, a change at the head coaching position. But what do the Pistons do now? They're they're going to be up for a lottery pick. They're going to be in the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes. Um, <laughs> you know? I, I, like yeah, what, you getting what? Kay Cunningham back next year. Yep. You got Jay Nivey's. And you have, like, the land of the misfit big men, the players, teams. Like, that's, men that okay, James Wiseman, baby. That, that's, James the, Wiseman. that's the problem. That's the problem. So, like, obviously, Wembanyama is a, is a generational talent, right? But if you add Wembanyama to that cluster elf of a front court. I mean, you got Jalen Duran too, who had a pretty solid rookie season. Who, right. So that's what I'm saying. So you got Jalen Duran, um, Marvin he's, he's Bagley. He's better than him already. He's better than Ma- him already. Marvin Bagley. Ju- uh, I, I, Marvin, ba- Marvin Bagley, who's low-key outperforming his contract right now. Right. Like, <laughs> for, Victor Wembanyama goes to the Detroit Pistons. He's the best player on the Detroit Pistons. That's just that's just I, I, all I, I gotta I, say. I, I, I think if you're Detroit, I don't I don't think you worry about this big man lockjaw. You could nah. you're, not, you're, not, you're 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 not that invested into James Wiseman and Mel and, and Marvin Bagley, where you're gonna be like, you know what, let's not take because they have the same problem at the guard position. The other guy they could take is Scoot Henderson. They already have they already have two guards on their team. They're not gonna take yeah. a guard. That makes even less sense. You know what you know what would make even more sense for them? Brandon Miller. That's who would make more sense for them. That's they need a three. The only, the only scenario that makes sense is if they don't end up. If they like the overall. third pick, if they got yeah. the third pick, exactly. Yeah. You, yeah. if you got the first overall pick, you don't skip out on Victor Wembanyama. And honestly, man, you can play. You can play Jalen Dern. You, you have a big ass front court. Uh, you know, with the three, four, and five, you can play yeah. Jalen Dern. You can yeah. play Marvin Bagley, and you can play Victor Wembanyama on the same court because Victor Wembanyama has those skills at the at the at the you know at the wing position where he can handle the ball and stuff like that. So, um. I think, you know, honestly, Kevin Ollie would be a perfect head hire for this head coaching job. I mean, uh, I think he no, would be. Because no, no. he's a, he's I, a young I, coach. He'll help them grow. He, he's a guy that that's willing to grow with him. You I, know I what I mean? Th- I think they need a guy who's been there, done that. Because I think that if you're – so. Kenny Atkinson would be perfect. 100%. You need, like, this team has to be done rebuilding. Like, if – Yes. Picks, yes. Like whatever pick they yes. end up with, this has to be a team that takes a legitimate step forward. I mean, they've been this team basically since they basically bought out Blake Griffin four years ago or whatever, however long ago it was, and they've been a basically a basement dwelling team in the Eastern Conference ever since. And they acquired young talent through you know various means, either trading for them for players that teams didn't want or in the draft. And this has to be a stat where you move 
past that. Like you have to take the Oklahoma City pipe jump. Finally, it cannot be. Here's the issue. Does Does Kenny Atkinson want this job? I mean, if you're if you're a guy like Kenny Atkinson wants this job because he 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 wants he if I'm go ahead if I if I'm any of these head coaching candidates, right, and I look at this Detroit Pistons job, yeah, I sure as shit want this job. I'm gonna have I have Kate Cunningham, I have Jaden Ivey, I have a bunch of that were like lottery pick big men that are on the roster right I have now. Draft I have Jalen Duran. I have draft capital. I have the opportunity to have with Victor Wembanyama on my team. Yeah, I'm taking this job. Uh, this is like the, one of the best jobs in the league. One of the best jobs in the league. Yeah, it's not like you know. We'll get to it uh, potentially. Who's next? It's not like if you were like get the Bulls job right now. I don't think that's a great job. No, it's not a great job. No, the Bulls no. job isn't a great job. But this job, this job, you're 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 talking no, about no, these no, guys no, are still mention, these guys mention, are still two mention, years away, bro. Not to mention Detroit has shown a willingness to be patient with the guy up. Like they let Dwayne Casey these, stink it up. These guys have years. not they still didn't fire him. They moved to the front office. These guys are still two years up. away, bro. They're still two years away from even making a, a, a jump if like they, OKC. If they, end up with they don't have a guy like SGA. You gotta remember. If they end up with Victor Wembanyama, they'll make the playoffs next year. That's a hey. If they end up with hey, I don't, I don't disagree with you on that, David. I don't remember. But to my my thing is though, this team, if they do get a Victor Wembanyama, okay, now you got your SGA type of guy. But you got to remember though, before I always praise, I always know, I praise. They got K Cunningham, but he's not an SGA type of player. He he hasn't proven that. No, neither. He hasn't proven that either. This guy, these, this is the thing. I've always praised Chris Paul. for to come in, and he's going to be better than everybody on that court. I mean, I, this, that's what you, my thing no, is. You, my no, thing is, he's, he's going to come in. It doesn't matter. You're projecting. I mean, he. I mean, he won against. He won against. He won against two first-round picks in the G League, and he dominated for two games. That's the G League. That's why the G League. I mean, but no, but he won against two first-round, two first, two top twenty-five picks in the G League and dominated. That's that's why the G League is the G League, bro. Like that, and and against grown men. Don't do that. And 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 he dominated, and he dominated, and he done, and he actually dominated against Asmel, which is a Euro League. In the Euro Club, league, I mean, in, he plays against grown men too. He's in the like he he's plays. in the front. He oh, he plays. He plays. I mean, the, the the they play more. They play physical as hell. They let them get away with a lot of crap down there in France. Like what? What I was trying to say is, is that I credit Chris Paul a lot for OKC's development because if it that year let let me know like SGA like sat back and saw Chris Paul the 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 leadership the moxie. All that, all that well, stuff. Lou Dort did the same thing. Those guys took a jump, even SGA, though they they. SGA was already good that season. He was in LA. Like that's that first season. He right. was LA, He was he was good there. Like he was. But he took an extra jump, bro. Chris Paul. But he took a jump though. That's what I'm saying, bro. He went from 20 to like 30 points a game the last two three seasons. The last two seasons, he's averaged in between 28 and 30 a game. But like to say that SG like Wimbayana's their SGA, no, that's false. Like I never, I never said he was gonna be the SGA. I said he's gonna be the best player on the Pistons. <laughs> I never said he was. I said they didn't David, have an SGA. David, I said David, that he's gonna not, be the best player he, on the Pistons. Did he not just say Wimbayana is their SGA? Did he not just say? <laughs> no, that? I said I said that he's gonna be the best player on the Pistons. I never said he's gonna be an SGA. I, 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 may, I, I may or may not have heard that. Um. Oh anyways, my God. Uh, let's uh, so. Moving on from the, these two jobs, as that got kind of heated there with the Pistons conversation, let's talk about who's the potential. We're they're two forward. years away, bro. That job, that jobs, they're two it's, years away from making the a, playoffs, bro. In the a, East, come on, guys, guys. No, stop they can, make it. The, they can make the playoffs next year in the East. They ain't making the playoffs next year. Y'all better cut it out. Stop. It. Uh, moving on. I'll bet y'all. I'll bet y'all. I'll bet y'all. I'll bet y'all two hundred. I'll bet y'all two hundred. That's two hundred. I'll take the money. Too far. I'm, I'm putting it up. Too hard. They won't make the. They won't make the play in next year. You bet. Uh, David, guarantee that. You, you, you bet. David David said, I ain't said none. Uh, exactly. Yo, you you're so confident to put your money where your mouth is. I, I How about that? that? I anybody else in the comments? Oh, David, hold on. Izzy, why are you saying y'all? That's David talking about playoffs. <laughs> 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 moving on, moving on. Uh, we would never call for anybody's job, but if 
You think the guy, the coaches that are on the hot seat, who could potentially be the next coach on the chopping block in the NBA? It ain't um, Billy Donovan, so go ahead and get it out. There. <laughs> I, I'm actually gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna go Billy Donovan, even though I did have a lengthy conversation with that same gentleman at the bar. I I do think he will be gone by this time next year. Um, yeah, that's fair. If, if, this time next year, that's fair. If they, if they don't turn it around, I actually think the guy I think is potentially the the guy and the next guy is Nick Nurse. I, I think yes. His, I think he took a team that made the playoffs last season and they regressed under the second year with Nick Nurse. Uh, the offense hasn't been dy- as dynamic because he really benefited by the fact that – at uh, one point I thought he was one of the better coaches. Oh, yeah, Kawhi Leonard. And, and I do think he will get another job. If they fire him, he'll have another job like that. Um, but I think he's his coaching style has got worn thin there in Toronto. Uh, and I don't really think that front office knows exactly what they want to do and with their roster. Have, uh, Nick Nurse is the right, guy. I think yeah, they, the they have a bunch of they have a bunch of guys that basically do the same thing. Right? Like outside of outside of uh Van Vliet, because like he's really the only small guy on the court, positions two through five. Literally all do the same thing. They're all six six and taller. They're all super long. And yeah, like they, they all do the same thing. Um, I see your Nick Nurse. Um, I think and I think it's unfair to him because it's 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 part of it's not his fault, part of it is upstairs. I think I think Portland does Chauncey Billups bogus. I think they get him up out of there. Especially I can see if they, that too. I, I, see that too. I, I just think that's you know, it is what it is. Same thing with what's his name in um in Washington, Wes Unsell. Think that's well, I, they good. already say he's coming back though. Same thing with Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd. I'm talking about like, like, this time yeah, next. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah, like yeah. like this time next year. I think. Right, right, right. I'm, same, I'm, talking, I'm, I'm talking about before the off season ends. Oh, before the off season ends. Okay. Um, yeah. My 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 is Nick Nurse. I think the other guy who's potentially I like the Chauncey Bill. I I actually think that could be a potential a real thing that happens. Um, Doc Rivers, if the, this playoff series, if they don't make it into the at least the Eastern yeah, Conference Finals, I well, think he would be out I, I, of a okay. job. I'm gonna give myself credit because I was on that train when we did offseason talks. What about Rick Carlisle? Uh, no, nah, he ain't going nowhere. Uh, I think he's okay. I think we're. I think he's okay. They, 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 they've improved uh, under him as head coach, especially with the young talent there. I don't think you pull the rung under that. Um, I would. But that, I mean, I, but I, I think that's it. I mean, I think this is going to be one of those years where they like mm-hmm. the amount of coaching guys that coach used to get fired is going to be pretty low this offseason. Like, I don't think Billy Donovan's going anywhere. I be as much as I predicted Nick Nurse get fired. I'd be shocked if that happened. Billy um, D, oh good Billy D. <laughs> he said, "Billy, be good, Billy." <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if, if the Bulls had like shadow given that extension, I think Billy Donovan would be out right now. <sighs> Man. Well, um, yeah, uh, yeah, Nick Nurse, and you know what? You know what? And I like the Nick Nurse thing because he just came out, um, talking about something about man. He he may. It sounds like Nick Nurse may resign. I, I you know, honestly. Like either, either, yeah, he gets fired. Or he he just may resign because it sounds like he's just he's mentally can't take it anymore. All right, like, um, this is this is going out on a super limb because I just think I I, I just think the message isn't hidden the same. That's just me. This team was a shot away from the finals last season, and you barely made it this year. Miami might have to. They might have to recalibrate. They might have to hit the reset button. I, I Coach would, I, I would, yeah, bold, that's bold. I would be legitimately shocked if Eric Spolstra. Uh, no, like, no, like, no, because like, hey, like he's a lifer. Like no, like when you really no, like when you really think about that, and like really think about it, right? This this team has been together for I don't know how long. They thought they had the missing link in Kyle Lowry. And Kyle Lowry got old really fast. They mm-hmm. not 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 you, David. Izzy shared the thing to the group chat where Miami thought they was getting. They thought they were getting <laughs> a, 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 a all-star Kyle Lowry. <laughs> what the hell they thought they? I don't know what the hell they was thinking. <laughs> Jimmy, My man is- <laughs> Jimmy Butler has a tendency to, you know, 
like he has a tendency like if he don't run if he if he don't run himself out the coaches get ran out. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll see what ends up happening. But, uh, yeah, I, I would be shocked if Eric Sposa got fired uh, this offseason. Uh, but, yeah, that's been our round one check-in. Uh, thank you very much for checking us out here at the NBA crossover, the NBA playoffs. Uh, we are going to be back here on Monday doing uh, XFL week number nine, number 10, previewing the playoffs there in the XFL uh, before we get into mock NBA draft, NFL draft coverage, uh, mock draft Tuesday, uh, probably crossover on Wednesday, then full draft coverage coming to you guys a week from today. As we are I, say, days. I say we hold off on the crossover until at least the first round is okay. Well, what I was going to do with the crossover next week is kind of preview some of these teams' off seasons uh, that have already been eliminated. You know, like you know the Rockets, all those players. Oh, kind of like what we did. uh, Yeah, in the NFL. So, um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll talk about it. Um, But uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining us here at the crossover. Thank you very much, Prime Sports World. Please like, share, and subscribe. I'm David Huffman, Israel Rivera, TJ Hopkins, gentlemen. What do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat. Izzy, are you still out and about? I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm, I'm here. I, I, I'm here. I'm good. I'm good. We bring the heat, baby. Let's go, baby. Twenty-four-seven. Uh, continue checking <laughs> us out. We'll be back here. To, uh, we'll be back here next week. Y'all have a good weekend. Stay safe and enjoy some XFL. There's some good games this weekend. Let's go. It is. Yeah, for real. And Brooklyn made it again. They're up 74 69 in the third. I was I, that's what I was looking at. That's you know what, TJ, I'm sorry if I was mute, but I'm I'm looking at this damn game. I'm like, Brooklyn is coming back. Hey, coming back 23-7. We're gonna start the fourth quarter. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus. We'll, we'll, we'll be back here. We'll be back here next week.